The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 206. Chadville, how are you doing um, this Thursday afternoon? It must be hot in here. Stoffer's got the yeah. the fan going and my papers are blowing yeah, everywhere. It's a, a warm breeze it's in a here. Warm breeze. What's going on? It feels like we're in the Bahamas or something. Know, right? Here. We just need some umbrella drinks. Yeah, yeah. what's uh, Stoffer doing here? I'm not climate, sure. climate control set I'm on Bahamas. I'm not sure, but um, like, hold on, just one sec. Yeah. Talk for a second. Okay, <laughs> it's nice to be here. It's nice to see you. I'm really glad. I just wanted to say, I don't know how many other people have washed their uh, vehicle in the last three days, but uh, that was a waste of money. Oh, Turned my gosh. Really, what, temperature plus five yesterday. Absolutely unreal. You know what? I thought it was going to be great. Wash the truck, get it nice and clean, and then all of a sudden, well, I'm not complaining. I like the weather the way it is, but, yeah, it looks like I never, it hasn't been washed for months. When you left work last night, was there a, a layer of freezing rain on yeah. your vehicle? Yeah, all the, the windshield wipers yeah. stuck right to the windshield, and it took, like, you need a chisel to get the... The freezing rain off. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty uh, slick coming home. It was uh, unreal. Yeah. The, the amount of freezing rain yeah. on the vehicle here when I left uh, last night. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, you using yeah. some arm grease to, to, just to, to get that. Yeah. And then I'm passing people, and, of course, they didn't couldn't be bothered to chip the, the ice <laughs> off their window. So I'm going, how can you see anything? I can't see you sitting in your car. And they're driving merrily along. Halfway down the road. Yeah, you know, no, don't do that, people. Don't do that. Take some time. It's Jay Lynn, Gord Steinke, joining me in on this Thursday afternoon. And it's a big day, of course, here on 630 Chad. It has been the Santa's Anonymous, the 630 Chad oh, Santa's Anonymous fun. live auction That's been fun. Uh, we'll listen to it. I was listening to it this morning while I was uh, doing some snow shoveling. Yeah, yeah well, Shay uh, auctioned off <laughs> that uh, food truck uh, that's going to be at that uh, open hive for like $3,200. Does, do, now, does he and... Uh, uh, Chelsea, do they go with. Well, go with here's the, the thing: we've we we're pretty Sometimes. much offering it. If you want us there, we'll be a part of it. But maybe you don't want us yeah, right. there, and that's fine too. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan's uh, package at uh, at Range Road went for about ninety five hundred dollars. He was making me hungry just describing oh, no. the, the menu. Have you been to Range Road? No, I haven't. You need to go. Okay. It is really, really, well, it is just, that good. Yeah, he was talking about the menu. Yeah, that's what he said. It's phenomenal. Okay, I'm going. Um, and then this afternoon, uh, between three and four o'clock, I'll be auctioning off. Uh, the ultimate dinner party for ten wow. at the Italian Cultural Center, or at the not, at the Italian Center, sorry, not Cultural Center, the Italian Center. Okay, yeah. So you actually go right to the store, and they have a special area. They set up this all these beautiful tables. Wow, that's fantastic! And they're bringing in celebrity chefs. Mm. So um, well, with an Italian theme, then. Mm. Eh? Oh, yeah. So chefs uh, Julie Van Rosendahl and Emily Richards will be joining us for this one. Now, last year it was uh, me and the Global Girls with Chef. Uh, Renee Rodriguez, and we did this in the summer, and it was absolutely mm. phenomenal. Were that many people? Ten? That's yeah, quite a crowd. Yeah, it was, you know, it was nice. So all the food, dessert, yeah. uh, the wines, you name it. They cracked open one of those big mm. uh, Parmesan wheels, oh. which was unreal. So just like, just yeah. you know, chip that off and gnaw on and that. Are you taking notes evening. when the cook is 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 doing his thing, or she they is tell doing us? Her thing? Yeah, they tell us how they've That's done like. everything. Yeah, yeah, you get some great tips and uh-huh. recipes and stuff. And so we're gonna do that from. Three to five, three to okay. four today. 
today. Okay. So uh, Gina Magarla, the uh, general manager at the Italian Centre Shop, will join me just after 3 o'clock, give us all the details of it. And then we'll talk with uh, Chef Emily Richards at 3.15. She'll give us a little a bit of an idea of nice. what we can expect that night. And then um, Daintree Christensen, who joined yep. me last time at this, right. going to hop on with me for a little bit to explain mm-hmm. just a little bit about what the night's like to be there and be a part of it all. So she's coming in too. I know she's going to call. call I mean, in, she's yeah. been up since three o'clock oh, this morning. Oh, so, nap right now. You know, I g- yeah. get her in. You know, on the couch with the dogs, right? Yeah. And then Virgil from, to bark yeah, a little exactly. something. She loves her dog. And then uh, from four to five, we're auctioning <laughs> off another package. It's going to be a busy day this afternoon, and this one. Yeah. It is the Jasper Beer and Spirits Festival. Wow. Well, well yeah. Does that take? Place. It takes place January 31st through February 2nd. So you can work in a ski trip while mm-hmm. you're there. Uh, but by the sounds of it, you might not want to be getting on a pair of skis after <laughs> all of this. So it includes uh, two nights at the JPL, a Friday night dinner, Saturday breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the Sunday brunch, all the beer tasting sessions, everything is included. Wow. So it's going to be fantastic. So that's coming up between uh, 3 and 5 o'clock this afternoon. We do have another pair of Oilers tickets to give away. We'll keep you updated on the throne speech yep. which has just been coming down the decision on travis vader today yep appeal denied man you know that story has just been i know he keeps his name keeps coming up in the news like hopefully this is the end of it and and, and that's what you wish just hopefully go it away. is done yeah just go away he's he can um he can, apply, he can apply for uh rel- for for parole next year i know but they're, they're trying to get that bill mm-hmm. in ottawa going right that uh anybody that you know convicted of murder if you don't tell us where the body is um <laughs> you don't get no parole. So I wonder if that's going to happen. Well, and Brett McCann, uh, I know um, Kendra man, Kendra Slogoski uh, over at Global managed to talk with uh, Brett McCann uh, this morning. He was in Australia, set his alarm to, to hear mm. uh, the decision. And that's what they're hoping. He says, we need to know where our parents', our parents bodies are. We are. Need closure. Yeah, exactly. And that is just, you know, that story. And it just, that just... It just had the attention of the country and, you know, all of us, you know, here wondering and watching. I can't even imagine. No, it just gets you going. It's on the top of your mind every time you drive to Jasper still, right? You're still wondering, you know, you have an idea where this horrendous crime took place. And uh, you wonder. It's just unanswered and unsolved. And then, you know, what the family had to do to say, okay, you know, well, obviously our parents are dead, but we need to have some paperwork done, the legal stuff to get it done so other things could get moving. Can't imagine. And you know what? I'm like, you scumbag. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, you're a scumbag. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, but, you know, that's also their defense line right now saying, well, you know. Yeah. I feel for the family. Getting, I sure do. It's hard any time of the year, but we're heading into the holidays here and you know how tough it is on them. Absolutely. <clears throat> mm. Okay, I don't oh, you're looking at Twitter over I there. I know, someone just sent in a meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do that, but yeah, there's so much going on. And just after 2.30, we're going to head out to Smoky Lake and talk to the mayor out there about how that uh, community is is handling what happened there on well, Monday. Well, that's good, too. And Sarah Ryan has been out there. She mm-hmm. was out there uh, on Monday and been covering that story all week. And we're, 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 we're taking a look at seatbelt regulations and... Things like that. And in the states, I guess it's mandatory in some states not to have seat belts and school in school buses. Some and, it is. But here, we've never really done anything like that. No. Despite, but you. But when you look at the, you look at sort of the the track history of, of school bus crashes. We haven't had a lot of them, which is a a, a good thing. 
So the you know it's not it's very unusual when it does happen. Yeah, we we talked to some folks uh, earlier this week. There's a there's a bus driver, a former um, a coach bus driver, and now does part time school bus driver out in BC, and he has a a change.org uh, petition going on to mm-hmm. to get seatbelts on buses. Talked to him earlier this week. You talked to the Canadian Safety Council, and they're like, buses are built to be safe. There's you know all of that yeah. sort of stuff. There's and questions did, about what yeah, yeah. They did run into trouble, then the bus driver has to go on a you know. What happens in that case? All. It's so much to think about, I guess. And but, um, you know, some of the, the coach ones, you know, yep. mandatory yep. coming into next year. That's so, right. I, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. And, of yep. course, uh, the spotlight just gets, you know, you know, turned up even more whenever we have an accident like this. Well, thankfully, the, the little boy sounds like he's doing yeah. much better and nobody lost their life. Mm-mm. So that's... That's one plus there, but uh, yeah, you got to keep that forefront in school bus safety. And should they be changing routes? Or there's all kinds of questions that always raises, you know. And it's uh, we're just lucky that it turned out the way it did. Absolutely, absolutely. Despite yeah. the fact that you know you have some kids in the hospital, yeah. it, it yeah. could have been much, much worse. So exactly, lots uh, going on. It's been lots a busy weekend. going on. Lots going on. And you were just down in Calgary on the weekend. You've been doing a project, working on project uh, around Western alienation. Exactly, and a lot of <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people might be wondering, you know, why. Why do we need a, a special half hour? This is coming up Monday, December 9th at 6.30. We're going to preempt our um, our newscast. Well, it'll, it'll, the newscast will be on, but at 6.30 we're going to run our special. And it's just such a complex issue, you know. We'll try to get a handle on, on all of the issues around Western alienation. And we thought it was really important for viewers to tackle these issues just to try to understand why this has become sort of such a hot topic. I mean, it's part of our DNA. This goes, we're looking at the history. Mm-hmm. It goes back to like 50 oh. when John Diefenbaker was there. And, you know, we... The Saskatchewan, Alberta, always been sort of uh, thinking, Ottawa's not paying enough attention to Mm -hmm, us out mm -hmm. here. And now more than ever, we're getting that. So we're looking at the history of that. And uh, we've got all kinds of voices from Calgary and Lethbridge. And and here in Edmonton, our newsrooms were all going full tilt, putting together stories. Saskatchewan did a little bit. We... We went and talked to one of the, the native leaders because I thought it would be interesting to see what do First Nations think about yes. all this. And, and what do they one, say? Well, one of the first things that one of the leaders had said out of Saskatchewan, he goes, well, welcome to our world. Mm. You guys feel alienated from <laughs> Ottawa. Try, try dealing with what we've been yeah. dealing for the last yeah. 100 years and more. So it's been very interesting. And, uh, you know, you take a look at separation. Is that actually reality? Because look at what Quebec's been doing. They've been talking about that for decades, <laughs> and nothing's happened. I mean... We're a landlocked province. Yeah. So if you look at, ex- that's one of the First Nations arguments too, was like if you look at imports coming in or out of other countries, how do you get them into us? But I mean, there's a whole bunch of other issues too. Well, it is. I think it more and more, and, and we're seeing it now, I think what was a Saskatchewan uh, yesterday asking, you know, wanting to start, you know, having more control over immigration. Right. And, you know, we've heard in, in this province some ideas being floated about pensions and about uh, police forces, that sort of stuff. I think that the, the, the provinces that are really ticked off, obviously Alberta, Saskatchewan right now, look at they look at Quebec and go, well, Look what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they, they seem to be quite happy with the way things are going. Plus, and don't get me going on the you know but equalization then, payments. Yeah. But but when you look at that and say, okay, well, why can't that happen here? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I I this is, you know, I'm just scratching the, the edge yeah. of it and you know, need to do a lot more well, research we, into we, it all. Yeah. But you know, 
This is why we is thought it, the, it yeah. was important to do this, because you can't do this in a two-minute news report mm -hmm. during the 6 o'clock news. You just can't. So by taking a half an hour, we're able to really sort of dig into these complex issues. And you mentioned equalization mm. payments. That's a huge flashpoint Absolutely. Here for, uh, for Alberta right now. And, and we did such a good job. I think our viewers are going to really enjoy... It, it made sense. Fletcher Kent was working on it. Our graphics team got together. So we've got arrows going out of Alberta and big arrows <laughs> yeah. going out and smaller arrows coming in. And you can see exactly where the federal government is putting these payments to the provinces that maybe don't make make as much. Well, and that was one of the things with the, the, with the Premier's conference that was held yeah. earlier this week when they all kind of started to agree upon the the fiscal uh, stabilization plan, saying, yeah. okay, we need to you know take a closer look at this and have something in place for those traditional uh, have province when it's have not time and right. you know are we feeding it back when there are tough times yeah that's right and can we get out of it yeah those are the questions we want to ask too like is it even a reality that we could get out of something like this also the economic issues another flashpoint is is sort of what the um the fair deal panel has mm -hmm, brought up mm -hmm. that's been something that's been around since stephen harper and ralph klein hmm. those days some of those talking points about uh, do we uh, should we have a, another police force in alberta and who will pay for it and, and what about taking control of the Canada Pension the Plan? Pension, the, the so pensions. we've got all these different issues. So we thought what we'd do is we'd take them, we'd put them all into one package, and it'll be on 6.30 on Monday. And we've got uh, Ryan Jesperson and our uh, political correspondent Tom Vernon is there, and Danielle Smith, Ryan's mm -hmm. counterpart down in Calgary. Many political analysts, and we're going to hear from some of the politicians. This Buffalo project is interesting. Brad Wall came up with that. That's an old idea. That's where they say we should maybe amalgamate Alberta and Saskatchewan into one. Oh, jeepers. But then you're going to hear from other people, well, that's just not, that's going to create uh, just more more problems. So there's all these things, about, but really what I was interested in, and I think the audience will enjoy, is we do get some answers on, is this even realistic? Yeah. Is this even possible is to do, feasible? or is this just knee-jerk reaction to the fact that we've been feeling alienated? alienated since the 50s mm -hmm. and beyond, you know, and it just uh, hasn't gone away. It is, like I said, part of our DNA. The uh, 43rd um, sitting of the, uh, the the federal government uh, started today with a throne speech from uh, the Governor General Julie Payette, and in it, uh, it started with a call for national unity. Yeah, uh, was talking, you know, climate change was talking about, uh, pharmacare was talking about um, uh, reconciliation, but um, there was a point in the speech, um, and they said that well, the environment. Yeah. and climate change going to be a high priority for the government. They won't forget about the oil and gas sector. It was specifically brought up. Well, that's good considering they bought a pipeline. Exactly. Take <laughs> so a listen. I'm glad to hear that. And while the government takes strong action to fight climate change, it will also work just as hard to get Canadian resources to new markets and offer unwavering support to the hardworking women and men in Canada's natural resources sector many of whom have faced tough times recently. So it was, yeah, uh, nice to hear. it was a, a point, uh, a specific point, and I think, you know, people are watching. People out here are watching. What are you saying? What are you going to do? There has to be something, um, you know, it's from, from the election until kind of now, mm -hmm. Trudeau has uh, been fairly, fairly quiet mm -hmm. um, while trying to figure out how this minority government is going to work. But one of those big things, when you talk about national unity and you talk about... Um, easing the concerns or listening to and dealing with the concerns in the West right now yep. th that's a that's a big job he has ahead of him well I don't I don't get it you know it's like uh, they built a railway 
and the, to link the country together, <laughs> to bring the country together from from coast to coast to coast, right? And uh, this pipeline is is pretty. I look at it pretty much the mm -hmm. same in, in much the same way. Mm -hmm. we, we still are dependent on fossil fuel, and until that ends, uh, we we need this pipeline. And the good news was this week. Um, the construction has begun, yeah, yeah. right? It's it's underway right now. A few and years said, behind, and, but here we go. Well, yeah, but at least they're working at it, and the, and they said the pipe will be in the ground before Christmas, uh, so they're building it. The problem is we just have to get the go-ahead through B.C., but what are you going to do? It's going to happen. It's uh, 2.21 on this Thursday afternoon. It's Jay Lynn and Gord Steinke. We'll be back with more right after this. Just turn this up a little. I know. Nice, eh? Stevie Ray. Ah, uh, yeah. Just added in um, some Christmas music as well into oh, the good. playlist, but some uh, some different stuff, some some pretty good guitar stuff on oh, there as well. The best, yeah. Was totally. reading um, actually. Um, I haven't been to Blues on White in mm. ages. Yeah, we used to go all the time. Yeah, it's a still. It hasn't changed at all. I was there a couple. Oh, I was there in the fall. Yeah. And just fantastic blues on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So much fun. There's a there's a guy coming in February. His nickname is, I think, Kingfish. Young yep. guy, 20, 21 years yep. of age. Considered to be, you know, the up-and-comer guitarist. We listened to him on the weekend just on, because he, he's on uh, iMusic, Kingfish. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of old-school blues. It's, sure, but nothing yeah, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm like, I think we need to go to that. Well, would be great. Yeah, yeah he might be doing times. a matinee then on a Saturday too. Yeah, I might have to make it Saturday, Sunday yeah. night. Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, you can barely get in the door mm -hmm. half the time, but it's just like old school, good old rock and roll. Yeah, I loved it when they they kind of upgraded a little bit. Cause I remember when we first started going there was and when it was still smoking. Remember when you could oh, smoke? It? I like do. This, this. For sure, I do. Well, and you know, playing in the bars oh. as well. How you know sucking all that, and that smoke seemed, in? Well, I remember playing bars not so much here, but back in the day in the seventies and eighties, like in Hamilton. Oh. I never forget it you'd stand on stage you'd be singing away and they had the vent behind the drummer which meant all the smoke in the place was going right past you you know you didn't have to smoke the no night would be over, you'd be blowing smoke out of your lungs you go home and you just stink no, and you couldn't get out of your hair and no clothes and, and then if you were smoking at the time like some of us were it was yeah, yeah even worse but when we quit and that's when you kind of travel now to places where they are you can still smoke it's so different yeah i was just down in las vegas mm -hmm. uh, speaking at the mob museum and i had to i walked through the uh, golden nugget Casino. Mm -hmm. and, oh, wait a minute! This you had to think about what year it was. They're still smoking heavy in there. No, and it's it's annoying now. <laughs> you know, and annoying. You never Sorry, used to smokers, think about it. but yeah, yeah. it can be pretty annoying. Um, but yeah, so it's just yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a I haven't had a cigarette, and I think. 11, 12 years now. Yeah, I used to be a smoker, so mm -hmm. I know what it's like. It's, mm -hmm. tough. it's a tough one to quit, but if you can kick How it. How did you end up quitting? Did you use the patch? No, thing? I didn't. I just, uh, I weaned myself off it, and I, well, I was one of those guys that started and stopped and started yeah, and yeah. stopped, and finally I just said enough, enough's enough, and uh, yeah, I just uh, quit last week. I said, that's it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I haven't, it's probably been about 15 years now, so, but it was a tough one. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, totally start, stop, start, stop, and finally, oh, throw them away. Yeah, see, I wasn't like a nonstop mm -hmm. smoker. I was a smoker, you know, certainly Saturday on the nights. weekends, and you go out and that sort of stuff, and everyone's saying, you had stress, that sort of, the sort of thing. Like, it yeah. wasn't, a, I could go for a long time mm -hmm. without one, but yeah, I think it was the, the last time smoking was with my dad. We were out in Jasper, Yeah. and uh, we ended up, you know, sitting and talking with the people next door on the balcony. They were smoking, drinking, we had some, and, That's and that was it. That's the worst thing. I'm not even smoking cigars now, because I know if I start smoking cigars like that, um, I just have that kind of, like, I just enjoyed it too much. <laughs> and I, I know I'd go right back down I'll, that, I'll that rabbit something. hole. I'll uh, tell you was 
out not too long ago and someone was smoking one of those um I think it's like those backwood cigars mm, that kind of like dipped in whatever yeah, reminds whatever. Me of my grandfather he had cherry whiskey tobacco oh. he used to smoke i can i've got his pipe so still and you can every now and then you take it out of the ziploc baggie and mm-hmm. grandpa's back yeah it's like it, they walk into that tobacco store on white mm-hmm. avenue is it still there i think so and you walk in there and it's just like hi it's grandpa and I. Smell. yeah oh. right isn't that something just how that brings right back. back yeah music and and scent yes and it brings back those memories huge huge well we covered oh my gosh uh we covered a lot in a in a half an hour again <laughs> but good luck on your good luck on your auction Thank you. and just a reminder for people uh, with what this western alienation special that's coming up monday at 6 30 i hope you tune in because uh, we've spent a lot of time effort and energy in it and trying to put it all together such a complex issue uh lots still to get to the impeachment process with president trump more news from the throne speech we'll head to smoky lake as well so much to get to this afternoon thanks for joining me my pleasure have a good one